This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. Always great to get together with you. Today's guest is a very bright light, and she sees her role on the planet as just that, to be a light, to guide people back to their own divinity. Always a meditator, Dr. Nancy Wiley, an orthodontist, had, I guess you can call it an epiphany of sorts, back in 2018 after the school shooting in her town of Parkland, Florida. Now she dedicates her life to helping other people transform and see their own beauty and goodness. What's at the basis of this school of thought is that the terrible things that are happening in the world today are actually igniting this movement and awakening our own responsibility to being completely grounded and operating from our connection to source our communion with source. It's a lot, but it's also doable with meditation and with a steadfast promise to hold on to our own goodness. Dr. Nancy Wiley, her book is Divine Trust, A Practical Guide to End Your Suffering and Find Your Way Home. Her connection to source was kick-started when she was just a teenager. Because I, I knew I was going to go into the medical field, I guess I was very super intense. And my mom, when I was like 16, thought I needed to kind of relax a little bit. So she needed meditation and she wanted to learn Transcendental meditation, and she thought it would be good for me too. So she took me when I was 16. So I've been meditating for over four decades. Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. Um, how much? So how do you, how do you work meditation into your life? Do you wake up and meditate, or uh, do you you know work it into your busy schedule? That's a really great question because, you know, most of us don't have time. But what I, what I have done is I actually evolved out of transcendental meditation. For me, I found it kind of flat. And I do a guided meditation where I'm actually guided into the present moment and I nurture my relationship with source, God, the universe, the divine, whatever you know, whatever name you give this energy that hosts all things. So I find it's way more profound because when you're guided into a meditation for, let's say, 15 minutes, you're actually, you know, bypassing the mind because that mind chatter mm-hmm. t- often takes you out of, you know, out of the state, and you you almost, you know, with. TM, I would feel like nothing really was happening. But this is way more profound. So you only need like 15 minutes. It's way more profound. And I try to do it, I usually do it at nighttime if I'm working. And if I'm not working on the weekends, I'll um, wake up, have breakfast, and then meditate. Wake up, have breakfast, meditate. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So so here you are. You're a meditating woman. You're a spiritual woman. You're a professional Mm -hmm. woman. You're a doctor. Mm-hmm. And you're in Parkland, Florida. Yes. Was any of your meditation or spirituality of service to you during that time? Oh, my God. So, and it was just 
so necessary, and that's why I'm here talking to you right now. On the afternoon of February 14th, 2018, I'm working in my clinic, and a mom next to me, standing next to me, exclaims, oh my God, I, you know, she got an alert on her phone. There's an active shooter at Douglas, which is Marjorie Stillman Douglas High School in Parkland. It is a mile and a half um, from where my practice was at that time. And, you know, we didn't know much. A lot was not being um, televised uh, on the news, but we were getting word from kids, from patients, from parents. And the next morning when I woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning, my office manager actually woke me up and said we lost a patient that day and one of our um, team members had lost her sister. So we went to started going to vigils and I actually went to visit the mom of the patient that, you know, that she lost her daughter and it was just I, I was suffering just as she was I, I don't know why I felt the urge to go visit her but I felt the urge to go visit her and maybe take away her suffering but the whole community was just beyond so me too I suffered and because of the spiritual knowledge I went deep into meditation and when I came out this was about five days after the shooting when I came out I had answers, and I knew that I would no longer suffer no matter what ever happened in my life, and that has been an unshakable trust, and what the book is all about, Divine Trust, A Practical Guide to End Your Suffering and Find Your Way Home. But how can you possibly say, like to the parents, you know, it Mm. happened not too far away from us in uh, Connecticut, Right. Uh, but how can you say to the parents that you found a way to end suffering? Where is this trust taking us? Um, this trust takes us right to divine source, to to be nourished, to be um, soothed by the information from there. It all starts with the knowing of who we are and why we are here. And chances are, if you're on this planet right now, there's a great chance that you're here to be the change. So you, we all feel it. We all feel there's a shift in humanity. There is a calling within the heart of every every human that's on the planet right now. And that calling is to wake up to who we are and why we are here. And through this knowledge, I know as a scientist, this is one reason why I'm being called to bring this, you know, out into the open. There is a spiritual aspect, and you can totally explain it by quantum science or quantum physics. It explains everything that I have experienced. But in this quantum realm, you are part of this connection to, you are actually part of the divine. And we are here to be changing us to, when things like this happen, it's calling us to to look at ourselves. What are we doing here? What are we creating in this outer world? Because each one of us needs to take responsibility for it. It's not just the person who pulls the trigger or the parents of that person. It's all of us. We are creating this in our society. So what do you want to stand for? Do you want to stand for this or do you want to stand for love? Do you want to stand for hate or do you want to stand for where we all take care of each other? We realize we wake up to the divinity of who we are and live from this beauty that we are supposed to be expressing on this planet. It's as simple as that. Dr. Nancy Wiley, Divine Trust, A Practical Guide to End Your Suffering and Find Your Way Home. What can we do right now 
to be part of this change that you speak of without, you know, rallying for uh, gun laws or whatever. What is the interchange we can make? This is a great question, Casey. Thank you for asking that. So we feel like we, we can't possibly make a difference, but it's when we take a stand in the spiritual way that we absolutely make a change because we send out vibrations in this quantum realm I'm talking about. Um, you know it, you feel it, and you actually start to change and transmute what our, what our reality is. And by taking that individual responsibility, deciding that we are going to wake ourselves up to this knowledge. You know, I know that some listeners are going to want to follow this path. I'm going to be, and you're going to be lighting their way, which I love what you're doing, and I love that you, you know, have me on your show, so thank you very much. And the other topics I've listened to your show, I think it's wonderful. So one, we must decide. We must take responsibility for our own individual path and our own light. Are we going to shine that light, or are we going to look around in fear? When we look around in fear, when we look around and fight, when we look around and say, I'm going to fight against this, I'm going to fight against that, we turn off this, this beauty inside of us. Instead, take a stand for love, take a stand for goodness, take a stand for all the beauty that you are, and that is how the change is started. That is the way we change the world. Tell me what taking a stand for love looks like in an average life. So it's so simple as one deciding that you're going to follow a path. One, I want to have this community. I want to know what, sh- what I am saying, this divine trust. It's so simple. And in my book, I have classes also. And I'm starting a free class, too, and I would love to have your listeners on it. It's called the Master Class of living life in ease and grace. And basically, I'm breaking the book down into three different simple um, uh, classes where we're doing an hour a week starting this Tuesday, tomorrow. Um, So you can, if they go on and buy the book and just go into um, divinetrustbook.com, they'll get all these free gifts, and one of them is the master class, and they can sign up. So it's taking a stand and learning how is it, how did I do that? How did I get there? It's super simple. Decide. Two, you have to be allowing and willing to open yourself up, to open your heart up. Then three, you have to learn how to come into the present moment and then connect to this um, this power, this this energy that's hosting all things, which is love and kindness and goodness and everything beautiful in the world. It's abundance. It's forgiveness. It's nurturing. It's generous. It's loving and it's gentle and kind. And that connection will feed your soul and then you can live from a different place. It's almost like living from living in black and white, you know, just seeing black and white to living in this rich, vibrant technicolor. Once you see this source, once you commune with it and you you understand it, it starts to nourish you and feed your soul and that's the change that's needed. And even after my husband says something stupid, I'm still going to feel this bliss? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, you will. And nothing. It's unshakable. Once you're shown it, once you see it, one time, one time it starts to grow. 
you just need that original logging on, that, that original light being held. So I'm the light, and I'm here to hold the light for you so you see it. And then, yes, your light will shine forever. It never goes out after that. What turned your light on? I was meditating since I was 16, and then I was also given a book called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy, and then Autobiography of a Yogi, which just started, this is when I was very young, um, and it just started to open my mind. So then I went on this pathway, well, wow, if that's possible, I wonder what else. So I became a seeker, and I started looking and trying. I probably studied with over a thousand different teachers through my life, but there's one very special teacher. Her name is um, Jetta Molly. She's out of the UK. She was the most profound. She is still the most profound teacher I've ever had, and um, she held her light for me, and it's been on and shining ever since. So now she asks us all to go out and shine our light for everyone else, so it's like a ripple effect. I bet there's a line out the door at your uh, dental clinic. (laughs) Well, it's so funny you should say that. So when the shooting happened and then I had that meditation experience, my back started bothering me. So I actually sold my practice, not knowing I was going to write a book. I knew that I was no longer suffering, and then I got the divine assignment to write a book and share this knowledge with the world. So, um, yeah, I'm actually um, committing my life to ignite a massive shift in human consciousness right now. I am no longer practicing since 2020. I'm devoted my life to this at this point. So how has your life changed? What does your life look like now? (laughs) Things magically show up. You know, there's still an unfolding. I am open to whatever comes in my my path and I just put the intention to live my life with goodness and love with every step and every morning before I wake up I do a self-love process and then I merge with the divine and I ask to be the vehicle through which it speaks. Are we all supposed to be a light? Like I know people are saying right now, who am I to be a light? (gasps) Oh, great, great question because you know what? That worthiness thing, that's a collective that's a collective scar on humanity. So I know that um, we have to first feel worthy to carry the light. I, I've shut mine off for about, I first heard the call about 20 years ago, and I'm like, who am I? I'm just an, you know, an orthodontist. Who am I to be able to carry this light? Well, through this communion and through different programs I've you know, done to clear my self-worth and to make um, sure my vessel is able to carry the light. That helps all of humanity. So when one of us, when each of us takes responsibility for ourselves and one of us does that, we start to make ripples in all of humanity. So one person is so powerful and we don't feel we are, but we are so powerful. And yes, the light is in every single one of us. Every single one of us is built just like me. Now, we're not all supposed to be spiritual teachers or, you know, be the light like that, but we all have the capability if we choose. So it's up to us. It's our free will to choose it or to not. Divine Trust, a practical guide to end your suffering and find your way home. Can you give us a message for our subconscious minds to play with that will help us on this journey? Because it really is about, I think, finding ourselves like from the ground floor up. 
here, I'm just going to talk to you about my relationship with the divine and how what divine trust actually is. It is a foundation. And at first, when someone hears words like this, you're based on faith. You are not having your own one-on-one relationship. But divine trust is actually the firm belief or the knowing and the reliability, the truth, or the strength of this energy. So once you know that and you see it and it sees you, it's like this outstretched hand that is opening itself for you. Just reach out and grab it and you will you'll be pulled into this beautiful, expansive, beautiful, loving energy and everything will shift for you. But then there's still the people who say, I think there's no problem with AK-15 or Mm. whatever rifles being available and that the schools just need more police outstanding outside or whatever. How do I keep my light in the face of that? So be forgiving for them. First of all, because most of us are taught to work from our mind, our mind controls, 98% of us at least, maybe more. And where I'm talking to you from right now is from my consciousness, in present in the in awareness. So I'm actually merged with this divine right now as I speak. So when you hear someone talk like that, you, you just say, okay, I, are you going to go into your mind? Are you going to fall out of that one-on-one relationship? Are you going to stay in the knowing? Do you see? It's a very subtle, fine line. You might not get it, but it's taking that stand for, for that connection of living in the present moment, consciously connected to the Creator and living in love. And with that, everything is dissolved, Casey. You don't have to worry about that person because humanity will be living from this this beauty, this exquisite love that we all are, and no one would ever think of hurting anyone else, ever. How far away are we as a a people from that? We are on this verge. You know, it seems to the outer world that... There's more goodness. There's more people like me. There's way more. You, for sure, are part of this shift. So there's way more people bringing goodness and light to the planet than ever before. And yes, there is a dichotomy of, of the people who are not, of the people who are forgetting. And we, the people who are remembering, have so much more power. We have infinitely more power. Goodness and love always triumphs over the darkness and the forgetting. But those people are the same as us. They just have forgotten. And when we stand in it, we take our stance and we light up the whole planet. And we light up even those people who are in the still in the darkness, who are still in the forgetting, and we light the way for them. There will always be those who forget and those who don't want to see the light, and they are the maybe the younger souls who are further away from being uh, able to understand and remember who they are. But by living the example, we do change the world. We absolutely shift and change the world. So we should stay in the knowing. Mm-hmm. Understanding that we are connected, that we are this divine. We are the divine. We actually are. In my presence, things dissolve. 
my surety, my certainty helps dissolve and bring the light right to them. And if they're not ready, they're not ready. And, you know, it's everyone's free will. As I said, it's all our decision to choose to stay in the forgetting or to choose to remember. The platform that you're on or that we're on right now with you, Casey, is one of the reasons why there's so much light coming onto the planet right now. We're able to reach so many more people based on this technology. So we can get to so many more people and get this information out now than ever before. Do you remember the day that your light came on? Coming out of the meditation five days after the shooting and then realizing, well, you know, I thought I was unshakable, but, you know, I I did have five days of suffering. But when I came out, I no longer I I knew I would no longer suffer. When the Uvalde, Texas shooting happened, I had like the deja vu and for over 24 hours, maybe about 36 hours, I found myself losing my bearings and going right back and I was like a deja vu of the Parkland shooting all over again. And I soon asked for, well, where are you? Please guide me. So then I got a beautiful message. There's no death ever, ever in vain. There is no hair ever out of place. The divine knows what it's doing. And I know this sounds so unbelievable, but we all take responsibility. When we incarnate into a body, we choose our path. And those people, those brave souls that chose to give their life, chose to do so in the effort to move humanity further towards this beauty and this light so that they would wake us up so that we all would have aha moments to what we were doing, who we are, and what we have come here to do. There is only light and beauty. We go on. Our soul still lives on and still does work and still does good on the planet. So that is Dr. Nancy Wiley from Parkland, Florida. Her book, Divine Trust, A Practical Guide to End Your Suffering and Find Your Way Home. And on the website, trustthedivine.com, you can find more information and be led to these guided meditations as well. Many of the things that we talk about every week sort of flirt with this idea of divine, of spirituality, of goodness, of our connection to it. Um, But sometimes it just feels, especially in the face of tragedy, it just feels like an uncomfortable leap to take. It feels more human to stand and suffer and, and bemoan the tragedies. But what if? What harm could be in shining our light stronger, filling the universe with more love, anchoring ourselves into divine trust, believing that we can be part of the change of goodness? Couldn't hurt. Give it a try takes practice, takes commitment. Might have to stay away from certain relatives. (laughs) I tease. I joke. Something to think about. Divine trust, a practical guide to end your suffering and find your way home. I hope you are finding yourself to lots of goodness this near summertime. You know where to find me. On my yoga mat, Sunday mornings, 10 o'clock at the Market on the River in Verplank. And we'll get together again in August at Marion-Dale Retreat Center in Austin, New York. And now our thought for the day from A Course in Miracles. Let no defenses but your present trust direct the future. And this life becomes a meaningful encounter with the truth that only your defenses would conceal. Oh, I'm going to say it again. 
Let no defenses but your present trust direct the future. And this life becomes a meaningful encounter with the truth that only your defenses would conceal. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week. It's your time to shine on. Shine on.